Hello, hello. Welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lord Antiazio. SLD Wellness is a place for you to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. Today is episode 35 of the podcast, which is all about trauma and its impact on the body. Let's talk trauma, baby. And honestly, like trauma is something that really can seep through all things. And I think it's also something that people can often push aside, neglect, ignore, because they don't want to deal with it. I actually had a really impactful conversation with a loved one last week. And well, actually this week, because I'm recording it on a Saturday. It's not Sunday yet, but it will go out this Sunday, so I feel like I was talking in future tense, but really it's this week because I'm recording this on a Saturday night in my office and really just thinking about so many things like how trauma can really impact your body and also the relationships you have and how you react to people and how you respond to people. And trauma can seep through so many things. It, I actually had like a really intense argument with a loved one about trauma because I was telling them about how there were ways in which they would try to add control into things. And they would say to me, oh, I don't remember doing that. Oh, I don't remember saying that. I don't remember doing that to you. I don't remember making you feel that way. (laughs) And I think part of it, for me, I was like, well, that's bullshit. Don't try to tell me what you did or didn't do when I know and remember what you did. And it was just this back and forth that was honestly leading nowhere. But the, the way in which things were going with them in this conversation also made me realize how much of their own trauma that they pushed down that they ignored and that they continued to just pass on from generation to generation because they ignored their own shit. And now I (laughs) was one of the people who had to work on it for our generation to make sure that I don't pass it on. And as I was having the conversation with them, they were like, oh, so you, you don't, you don't get over things. You just, you think about things. I ignore the things that I've gone through. I, I've had to push down the things that I've gone through. If I were to think about the, the horrible, awful things that have happened to me, do you think that I would be here? And that's what they told me. And as they were saying it to me, I think that they were saying it like it was a point of pride as, oh, you know, like, look at all the ways in which I've been harmed and I'm still standing because I ignored it and I pushed it down. And for me, I was like, uh, 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 hold up. Do you not see the ways in which you have spread that trauma around by ignoring it? Do you not see the ways in which your trauma has then been spilling onto other people? Do you not see the ways in which by ignoring your trauma, anxiety comes through? By ignoring your trauma, 
physical pain comes through that you ignore because you just ignore everything that hurts. By ignoring this trauma, you lash out at loved ones and you just kind of let it sit because to you it's not a big deal because you don't like to deal with uncomfortable things. So if someone tells you ways in which you hurt them, you act as though it's not real because then that means you would have to acknowledge the ways in which you hurt someone. You would have to acknowledge the role that you play in hurting someone. And Truly, like, that's kind of the cycle that trauma can take. It can be a generational thing. You know, like, you can have a parent that doesn't deal with their anxiety, doesn't deal with their sexual trauma, doesn't deal with the horrible things that they've had happen. And, you know, like, I'm not discrediting past pain or past trauma that people have experienced. Also, though, if you don't confront it, you can just spill it onto someone else and gaslight the fuck out of them and confuse them about the ways in which you keep trying to control them because you didn't have control. So now you want to control every single thing about someone else, whether it's the way that they speak, their hair, their weight, the way that they operate in the world, how they interact with other people. Like you can come to the space where you're so focused on other people because you haven't been comfortable enough to acknowledge your own shit. Like you're just so hung up on other people because you're too afraid to confront yourself. Like trauma can do that shit where you can be like, I'm afraid to be in a space alone because I don't know what could happen if I'm alone. Or I think it's scary to be alone because then my demons all confront me and I am afraid of dealing with that or having nightmares that constantly come up for you because you're not confronting your own shit. You know, I'm not going to act like dealing with trauma is easy because it's work. There's a lot of ways in which you need to process things. You need to acknowledge what you're feeling. You need to move through those feelings. All of that does take work, but that work is so worth it. Processing things is so worth it. Moving through those feelings is so worth it other over ignoring it and pushing past it like it didn't really happen because the body knows that it's happened. You know, like if you become particularly sensitive to the ways in which people speak and you get upset that somebody responds when they are trying to have a conversation with you and you instead try to turn it into a power dynamic because you want to control them and be like, I need to let you know who I am. Why are you particularly sensitive to this? There's probably a reason for that. Like, you gotta process your own thing. You have to... You have to... You have to look at yourself. And like, I don't even think calm down is truly the phrase, to be honest. Like, it's not calm down. It's work on your shit. Because how can you calm down? How can you be calm when you're in a state of panic? You're in a state of anxiety. You're in a state of feeling like, I am never going to be okay. You're in a state of everything could collapse at any moment. 
Because when you are in a state of anxiety, when you are in a state of uncertainty and you haven't confronted that for yourself, like, fuck, like you end up feeling like you can't live. And there's a lot of people out there in this world who on the surface seem like they've got their shit together or on the surface are so hard, so abrasive, so mean. Like they might seem like they're nice, but then they just have like a really sharp tongue. And I think that there are people who operate this way because that's how they protect themselves. Like they're so, they're kind of like, don't fuck with me, don't talk to me, but still I want you to come to me and be someone that feels like you can confide in me and then I'll throw it back at you (laughs) because they don't really know how to trust and be trusted because they didn't grow up with that. And so because they don't know how to do it, they really don't know how to respond in a way that is supportive. And I've experienced that so much with loved ones where I've been like, I don't even want to tell you shit because I don't feel like I can trust you. But then once you remove yourself and once you start to give yourself the space, then they get upset because they want you to confide in them and they want you to trust them, but they don't give you reason to trust them because of how they approach things. And I feel like trauma can, if you don't work through it for yourself, you can push people away. You can push yourself away from yourself. You can feel unattached to yourself. You know, like you can disassociate yourself from yourself as a way to protect yourself because all of it is a defense mechanism. All of it is a shield to protect yourself. And by having all of those in place, I mean, it really makes things difficult. It really can make it so that you don't feel safe. Other people don't feel safe around you. People feel like they can't have productive conversations with you because they feel like it's talking in a loop because the person that they're talking to can't acknowledge the ways in which they can cause harm. And the person doesn't want to, the person that they're confronting doesn't want to own up to anything or own their own shit because to them, they're like, I don't ever do anything wrong because if I do things wrong, that means I have to confront that. That means I need to acknowledge it. That means I need to say, sorry, sacre bleu. Like, oh my gosh, what a travesty to have to apologize when you fuck up or make a mistake. But there are people who have so much pride that they're not willing to do that. Like, they're just like, "Uh uh-uh, I didn't do anything. Or they'll laugh at you when you try to have a conversation with them. And the thing is, if you don't work on your shit, you're going to push people away. You're going to make people feel like, okay, I am aware of my own things. I'm aware of my own triggers. And I see that you don't want to work on your stuff. And... It really can also physically impact you with like neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, because there's different parts of the body that store different things. And when you push everything aside, your body doesn't. Like your body still takes it into account, whether you want to or not. Like I know that for me, I am 
I experienced a lot of womb pain, a lot of cramping and all of those things. And it was especially at its worst when I wasn't confronting the sexual trauma that I dealt with because I wasn't talking about it. I was keeping it so deep down inside that it was like, it doesn't exist. This didn't really happen. Let me try to wipe it away. Let me try to ignore it as if it isn't real. But it it's real. It happened. And there's people who would rather try to ignore things rather than confront them. But I urge you to seek help rather than to completely just act like things aren't real and haven't happened and haven't taken place because it can show up in the ways that you interact with your loved ones. It can show up in the ways that you interact with friends where you might feel like you can't trust people and the only people that you feel like you can trust are yourself, you, yourself, and I, me, myself, and I. Because you feel like every single time you do trust somebody, something bad happens. And so the only support that you feel like you can have is yourself. And there's so many ways in which that faulty way of operating can bite you in the butt. It's so important to give yourself the space to process things. And processing things is not a bad thing. There's no harm in confronting the ways in which something has happened, acknowledging it for yourself. And there's going to always be people who try to gaslit the shit out of you. Like, I've gone through some things. <laughs> I have gone through a lot of things. And oftentimes when I would mention something to someone, it was me. If I bring something up, it's because it's an important thing to me. And there's so many ways in which I would have somebody try to discredit it or try to tell me that what I was experiencing wasn't a big deal or try to like push it aside because they didn't want to deal with it or they would say, oh, it's not really that important. And by doing that, then I would be like, okay, so I, what I learned in this interaction is I can't talk to people. So I got to shove this down, got to keep shoving this down, got to keep pushing this, pushing past this. And then there's ways though, where if one little thing happens, one disagreement happens with someone, you feel like you have completely lost your shit. Like you feel like the teapot has boiled over because you've been pushing everything down. You've been ignoring everything that you're feeling that you haven't been confronting because rather than confronting it, you ignored it, maybe for someone else's comfort or maybe because it felt like it was too much for you to handle. And by trying to erase the experiences that you've had in your mind when they actually truly have happened, like that shit's still there. It doesn't go away. It really doesn't. Like it's still taking place in your body in some capacity. And I think it's so important to acknowledge it. It's so important to give it the space because physical pain, cramping, anxiety, the things that you might experience, nightmares, 
Like a lot of that stuff can come from things that you haven't confronted or processed or acknowledged that have truly happened to you. And if you don't give yourself the space to process something in the waking world, it'll show up in the dream world or it'll show up physically. It'll show up mentally. It'll show up emotionally. It might be one of those things where every time you speak to one particular person, you have a certain way that you interact. Maybe it's an authority figure. Maybe it's a family member, but it's like every time you interact with them, it just goes left because you haven't been processing the stuff, whether it's around something with them or it's the ways in which they can, they trigger you because of the way that they speak or the way that they operate with their life. But if you don't acknowledge for yourself, the things that are happening that you need to talk about or you need to write about, or you need to just acknowledge them as having happened, confiding in a close loved one or family or friend about it, talking to a therapist, talking to a coach about it. Like if you just ignore the things that have happened, the things that have taken place because you just feel like it's not comfortable, there's ways that it will show up. Like there's people who will say to you like, yeah, you know, like I tried to cause harm to myself, but if I were to think about the demons that I felt like I had or the struggles that I felt like I had, then I, I wouldn't be here and look at me now. Like I'm fine. I will probably be the, one of the first people to be like, but are you fine though? You just brought this up. So there must be a reason that you brought this up. There must be a reason that like you brought up this like deep, dark thing that you feel like is deep in the vault for you that shows up in all the interactions that you have, whether it's having like a sense of control or trying to control people, whether it's having such a sharp tongue that the person that you said something horrible to now goes into their room and cries because you said something so awful to them that you think is not a big deal because you are you are not processing your own shit. And so you think that it's acceptable to throw more trauma to someone else. Like it's like hot potato in a lot of ways. I feel when some people don't process their shit, they just throw it onto someone else and they'll say something horrible or something that makes the person that they said it to really question themselves because the person who said it isn't in a good space. Isn't, really acknowledging the pain that they have. And so by not acknowledging their own pain, they decide to spread the pain. And that's a generational thing that can just like seep through you if you allow it to. But the ways that you can stop it are acknowledging it, naming it, working through it, talking to a professional, getting the help that you feel like you need to get for yourself because you don't need to repeat the shit that someone else is doing. And if someone tries to make you be a carbon copy of them and you're like, I don't even like the shit that you do, you don't need to be like them. Like someone can try to tell you like, this is the way that you need to be. But that's just because they're a control freak. And because they don't feel like they have control over their own life, they might want to try to control your life. And that's also where boundaries are so important and putting those in place because your body 
knows when something isn't right or when something doesn't feel right. Even if in your waking mind, you've tried to like shove it down, push it down, forget about it and be like, this doesn't exist. This isn't, this isn't like what I want to think about. I know that when I was dealing with my sexual trauma at my absolute worst, I was having nightmares every night and I was afraid to go to sleep because I knew that the moment I close my eyes, I'm going to have to confront this stuff. I'm going to have to acknowledge this stuff. And it really took a lot of therapy in order to be able to get through that and not have nightmares anymore. But sleeping was like, oh my gosh, like I got to go to sleep. If I go to sleep, that means I have to confront this. Like when I go to sleep, like this isn't going to go away. So there's no way that I can keep doing this. But, you know, you do have to go to sleep, you know. Sleep is an important thing. You need to give your body and your mind time to heal. But because I wasn't acknowledging the trauma in my waking life, because I was trying to ignore it in my waking life, it decided to show up when I would go to bed. It would decide to just pop right up and be like, hey, I'm here. Let's talk about this. Let's replay this moment over and over and over. And let's replay the scene. Let's show all of the ways in which you try to avoid this so that you have to confront it. And then I would wake up and be crying because my mind was replaying the trauma. My mind was replaying what happened to me. And I was eventually forced to have to really take some steps to work through it. And I'm grateful for it. And I also know that because of having done that, just how much the body can just really store things and hold on to things that you might not expect it to. You might be like, oh man, like, I thought I, I thought I looked into that. But if you ignore something and you just keep trying to push through, like, your body really does stuff. Like, I know that even when I was working in toxic work environments and I would try to just keep pushing through, my body would crash on me. And it was never what I wanted. Like, whenever my body would crash on me, I'd be like, man, this is not the right time. But really, when is it ever the right time? You know, like, your body is going to do what it's going to do. So whether that meant having anxiety attacks at my laptop next to my boss, or whether that meant having panic attacks while I was doing work and I was at home, and then just like, straight up having an anxiety attack on my floor and not being able to move. Or if it was driving myself to urgent care because of chest pain, because of the type of environment that I was in. In all of those moments, or even dry heaving, because my body was just like, nope, nope, this is awful for you. This is horrible for you. And in all of those situations, I would try to just ignore it and push it down and ignore it because I was like, I got to make the money. I got to pay the bills. I got to 
take care of these things for myself. And my body was like, who gives a fuck about that? Like you're in an awful space and you need to leave. And I would just keep doing it until my body would legit crash. The time that I had to drive myself to urgent care, I got put on oxygen because I started having panic attacks at the urgent care. They were asking me about what work was like and I couldn't even talk to them about it. My blood pressure started to spike and I couldn't breathe and I was put on oxygen and I was like, what the fuck just happened? And they were like, oh, you had an anxiety attack. And I was already, I already knew what anxiety attacks were. I already knew that I had them, but I didn't realize that that's what was happening in that moment. But they were like, oh yeah, you're having an anxiety attack. And we noticed that it only happened when you started talking about work, when you started talking about the stuff that was going on there. And the classic line that I would keep hearing from the doctor was, I can't tell you to leave your job, but it sounds like it's your job. And then when I would make the decision to leave a job like that, then all of a sudden it was like all of those things that I was experiencing, like my body would just, it would just like go away. It would just, it would just disappear. It would just be like, it would just be like, okay, well, it doesn't exist anymore because you confronted the reason that you're having this. And so now I'm gonna go. And I would be pissed <laughs> that my body was doing these things because I was like, why is it that this is how my body reacts to things? Why is it that my body is so sensitive and reacts so viscerally? But it's because it reacts to toxicity in that capacity. If something is really awful, if something is really toxic, then it reacts and it's usually my cue to go. But if you ignore when your body gives you clues that something isn't right and you decide to just keep on trucking anyway, it's going to show up in some other way. Whether it's having body pains, not being able to sleep, having insomnia, like there's a lot of things that can happen from it. And I'm not saying this as like a blanket diagnosis in any capacity. Like obviously, like there's so many reasons that insomnia can happen. There's so many reasons that anxiety attacks can happen. There's so many reasons in which people can have nightmares, night terrors. And also when you don't confront the things that are going on in your waking life or that have happened in your past, they become a piece of your present for a long period of time. And it feels like you're just replaying it over and over, like you're reliving that day over and over again, whether it was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever the case may be. It's just like your body is replaying it as if it was yesterday because you didn't confront it or because you didn't process it, your body doesn't know any different. It'll keep replaying that same story, that same situation over and over and over again because you haven't given yourself the space to move through it. And that is a very important thing, being able to move through things that have happened that 
don't feel comfortable, things that have happened that don't feel right, things that have happened that really shifted your life in a way that you didn't expect. You've got to give yourself the space to process things and give yourself the space to acknowledge when something needs to be looked at. All right, y'all. I think that was a good stopping point for talking about trauma and its impact on the body. And I also don't think that'll be the last time that we talk about trauma. I mean, when I first started this podcast last year, I'm pretty sure it was the entire month of February that was just all about trauma. It was racial trauma, workplace trauma, sexual trauma, being bullied, like all of the trauma with all of those things. And it's because trauma seeps through so many things. And it's also going to be a focus of the podcast because it's a focus of the business. And that along with energy healing and birth work are the direction in which SLD wellness is highlighting, is focused on. And so if that is something that you are enjoying hearing about and you want more, please let me know because I love to hear the ways in which this podcast helps you or supports you. And if you enjoy this podcast, please screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tag me, leave a five-star review. Let me know what you think because the more I know about what you think, the more I can share about it. And, you know, there's sometimes where you share something where you're like, did this resonate? And anytime I hear someone say like, yes, like, thank you for this, then I'm like, okay, more of that. I'll do more of that. So if you like it and you want more of it, please let me know because that helps me. And by leaving a review and sharing it out in the world, wherever you're listening to it, whether it's on Spotify or it's on iTunes or Anchor, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, by sharing it, by leaving a five-star review, that helps amplify this message and share it with the people who need it. All right, y'all. Let's move to the meditation piece of the podcast. So wherever you are, close your eyes, relax your shoulders. Really begin to check in with yourself. What is it that you're feeling? And what is it that you need right now? Take a deep breath in, fill your belly up. Exhale, let it go. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let everything go. Release all the tension, all the stress. Breathing in, fill your belly up. Exhale, let it go. 
Take one more deep inhale, fill your belly up, your chest, fill your back up. Exhale, release from your back, from your chest, and from your belly. Slowly begin to rock your head from side to side. Roll out your wrists. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Start to take a stretch. and slowly begin to open your eyes and find three things in the room to look at. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Lord and Diazio. And if you are someone who is dealing with trauma, if you're somebody who's confronting trauma, if you are dealing with the intergenerational nature of trauma, because here's the thing that I also have found so fascinating as a doula of the intergenerational trauma piece of things and how it stays in the body and how it stores in the body. Like when your grandmother was pregnant with your mother, you were an egg inside your mother's womb. So whatever trauma your grandmother experienced, your mother experienced and you experienced. So there's so many ways in which trauma is intergenerational. There's ways in which things that someone so close to you experienced can be passed down because you were technically a piece of you was there in the body experiencing it with them. So you can feel some of those things. And knowing all of that, it's so important to give yourself so much grace to acknowledge the ways in which you may be interacting with things or confronting things. And also recognize for yourself the ways that you need to take care of yourself because trauma is deep and it's very layered and it's something that you have to give yourself the space to actually work through and if you are looking to work through different things if you're looking to do it through reiki let me know because i I'm offering half off of your first Reiki Restore session 
And that is a place where you can get healing, you can work through and talk through things that you're processing and confronting, and you can sign up for your first session in the show notes, and you can also do it through sldwellness.com. So check out the website, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care.